Welcome back to Piper Court with Matthew. Welcome back once again, my friends, to Piper Court. It's been a long time since we've walked the streets of Piper Court. And I welcome you back. It is an absolutely gorgeous day here in Northeast Ohio. The sun is warm. The humidity is uh, relatively balanced. But it reminds us that sometimes the summer can hang on, even in the most northern of Midwest locales. And this is about the time that some of the leaves are just beginning to turn a little bit. Some of the burning bushes are just starting to emit some color. And um, it's one of those times of the year where you, in your mind, I think you begin to make some preparations for the upcoming cold weather. Although you try to remind yourself not to say the words cold weather. (laughs) But in this neck of the woods, it is uh, a guarantee and uh, not a probability. So last weekend was a very interesting weekend in that my wife and I journeyed over to Pittsburgh to attend the calling hours of an old radio broadcasting pal of mine who was uh, a talk show host who passed away after a long battle with pancreatic cancer. And on the ride back, we uh, talked a little bit about giving unconditionally. And is it truly possible Because invariably what happens at these events is that you run into people with whom you haven't spoken in some time. And we all know what happens to our lives. We get busy. Our lives absorb us and tempest fugit. Time flies. Things happen. And before you know it, Weeks, months, and years have gone by, and pretty soon it's years. And in the scope of that visit, uh, after paying respects uh, to the great Mike Pintech, I stood in the parking lot for nearly an hour, and as people were filing out and other people were rolling into the parking lot to pay their respects, Um, We all sort of came to the agreement that, uh, A, wow, it had been a long time since we had seen each other, since the early to mid-2000s, and B, why did we allow that to happen? How did we allow our lives and the events in our lives to absorb us so much that after all the four or five years that we had spent together, we never managed to stay in touch. So on the ride home, I said to my wife, you know, there comes a time when somebody has to step up. And 
in a way, I faulted myself. And I think the trend is that we have a tendency to fault each other. And I realize that I'm just as guilty of not staying in touch with people. And I think the tendency amongst friends and family is to say, well, I reached out to him or her last time. Now it's their turn. Uh, Have you called fill in the blank? No, I tried to call several weeks ago. I left a message. It's their turn to get back in touch with me. And I think that's the ongoing trend. Because in our ride back, my wife sort of recounted a couple of people who she really should have stayed in touch with, both during our time in Pittsburgh and after. And I think she admittedly was quick to say, Well, I think I can recall sending something to them. I think I can recall leaving a message on their voicemail. And they must not want to stay in touch with me. And in reality, I think that it's incumbent on us to leave this transaction as unconditional as possible. I have a good friend named Ginny who, during all of the time that I've known her, has often talked about performing acts without regard to attachment. And whether that has an Eastern mystical connotation or not, I don't think it's ever been more true. And so I reminded myself to try to make an effort to do these things more unconditionally. Because I think as long as you attach these conditions to them and you assign a duty to the other person, then those relationships may really never continue to stay attached. And it's not a willingness to pat oneself on the back because, well, I'm superior to this person because I managed to shove under the rug uh, my, um, I, I managed to shove under the rug the conditions associated with this. No. It might be better even to forget that conditions even exist and just do them unconditionally. So that maybe you're not standing in a parking lot at someone's calling hours 
trying to figure out why you haven't stayed in touch all these years. Because not only was the death of Mike Pintek sad, but the realization that all these people could have stayed in touch had they made the effort. And so I told myself as we swung back into the driveway when we returned home that I was going to try to make more of an effort. And that's what I would urge you to do, or at least try to do. You can download um, the Piper Court podcast, even with this huge gap between this episode and the last episode. (laughs) Uh, from Stitcher, and you can listen on Alexa by just saying, Alexa, play the Piper Court podcast, and there it will be in all its wonder and glory. So I appreciate you listening to Piper Court, and have a great week. <laughs>